This is Might Sound Wild, a podcast for business owners, creatives, and anyone who wants to do what they love for a living. Hosted by Ron Wayne Scott and April Loyal. How do you stay lucrative when there are so many photographers to choose from? We're going to talk about that topic today right after this. If you're enjoying the Might Sound Wild podcast, we'd appreciate it if you'd leave us a rating and review. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you'll get a notification every time we release a new episode. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Might Sound Wild. Hey guys, it's Brianna LaCosta. I'm the social media manager for Mountainscape, Shore Shooters, and Might Sound Wild. I want to invite you to stay connected with us. We post regularly and we want to see you interact with us. You can find Shore Shooters and Mountainscape through Instagram and Facebook. You can follow Might Sound Wild on Instagram and subscribe on YouTube. Well, we all know photography is a very competitive business because there are lots of photographers out there. And this week, we're talking about how you can uh, make money in such a crowded field. So uh, how do we how do we uh, start this off? What's your first thing? uh, What's your first suggestion, April? Well, when this topic crossed my mind, it was probably because of my own insecurities that I've like that have come up with me over and over again throughout the last 20 years, you know, like, you you know, if you think that you're supposed to feel 100% confident in your ability, um, don't be discouraged if you don't sometimes, because there are a lot of photographers out there. There are. In the year 2023, there's more than ever. I mean, there are so many photographers Um, and you're, you know, we talked about social media last week. That's another thing to remember. You're seeing a lot of photography, even if people aren't professional photographers, they're just good. Everybody's just good at content right now. So you're probably like, well, what do I have to offer? And I started racking my brain thinking about it before I even brought it up to you. And I thought, well, I, I always say to try to be different and unique, but I mean, if you think about it. Being a photographer is not original. It's not an original idea. It's been around for a long time. Um, That was going to be that was going to be one of the things that I was going to bring up is uh, be different than everybody else. Come up with Mm -hmm. your own thing. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a few things that you would think would be the obvious way to stand out, Um, but I even think that that can be discouraging at some point because maybe ideas aren't coming to you, or maybe you're so consumed with wanting to. Um, I don't want to say fit in, but be, you know, be at the same caliber as other photographers that yeah. instead of having original ideas, you're kind of consumed with doing what they are doing, what seems to be working for them. We have, um, we have talked about this before on this podcast of how it is sort of a copycat world out there for photographers. And it just seems like uh, some kind of a trend comes along and everybody jumps on it and mm-hmm. you you look through photographer portfolios and everybody's looks the same and if your work looks exactly like everybody else's then why would a client choose you if everybody else's work looks exactly like yours right and if you're if you're feeling like well this is my goals this is how I want to be i love you know this style of photography and i'm going to mirror behind it that's okay because that that is normal and that's what most of us do is we're trying to achieve a, a goal. I think most photographers are probably like me and they're visual people. Yeah. So in school I was a visual learner. Um, I still like if I try to remember a code or something, I usually have like a, a memory where I've seen it written down. Yeah. So I think a lot of photographers are visual because that's why they're in this industry. So it's hard for them to have original 
thoughts whenever they are seeing all this constant good con- content coming through their Instagram feeds and pretty much everywhere these days. So that's okay. And if you're going to go that that route, have some um, let it inspire you to where it it basically it ends up turning into something different for you. Yeah, that's that would be my suggestion. Like try and allow it to you know, set the scene, but don't get so caught up in all the details where you're trying to do it exactly like someone else. Let it, let it just inspire an idea and make it your own. And then, you know, you can continue to create. I think it's this way in every industry. If you think about it, Ron, in the film industry, music, I mean, how, how do you, how do you expect musicians to all just be original all the time? When oh you're yeah. Always hearing good music, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why there was those wave there's been waves of trends. That's why if you look back at the sixties, it has a specific sound yeah. when, when it comes to music. And the same well, in the I'll, I'll, every- give an, I'll give an example related to music. Uh anybody mm-hmm. who knows me knows that I'm really into the eighties hair bands. The yeah, I was late about to 80s. say it yeah. <laughs> and all of that kind of music died when Nirvana came along. And Nirvana came along and they were huge right off the bat. They were instantly a success because they were different. Yep. And it completely yeah. changed rock music. So And they started a whole new wave. They of did. They did. Run. Yeah. Exactly. So and, I, uh, and I if you look at ph- photography too. Yeah. You know? If you look at photographers, if you look at the really famous photographers, the photographers that everybody knows. They didn't do what everybody else did. They did something mm-hmm. different. They had their own unique look. Yeah. And I I think like an example of that would be right now where it's it seems like everyone went. So I, we made an announcement recently that Brianna and I would take a small amount of weddings together this year. Yeah. And when we got together, we were talking about why we wanted to do it outside of the financial aspect. Yeah. Why did we want to take on weddings? And we both kind of got into this conversation that where it came up that everyone is working so hard as wedding photographers and elopement photographers to focus on non-traditional weddings. That's what they say in their website lingo. They talk about, you know, getting dirty on your wedding day, escaping somewhere wild and all of this stuff. And I thought, you know, that was me once upon a time too. But at yeah. some point it's so it becomes white noise because you see it so much and you hear it so much that we were talking and we're like, well, what's wrong with traditional? There's something still beautiful about brides and grooms getting married inside of a chapel or, you know, um, not seeing each other until they walk down the aisle. There's a lot of traditional elements that I think if you're, if you're not careful as photographers, you're changing the way people are getting married because they want to fit into your mold. They want those beautiful pictures don't traditional people deserve beautiful they do. photos? They do. And I would say there's probably more people who want a more traditional wedding than there are the people who want to get their shoes muddy They're on their wedding day. Definitely. There's definitely more of them still. And I just think that there's nothing wrong with being the elopement photographer that wants to chase because everyone wants to see those mountains in the distance or go on a hike or go to some tropical place. Like definitely. And there's a place for that. There's a time and place for that. There's those kinds of clients. But the people who are still like wanting to wear their grandmother's wedding veil and they still like honor the traditional stuff. Brienne and I found ourselves personally more drawn to that. So we took that a step further 
and started looking up wedding portraits from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Okay. And being inspired by those portraits, the way yeah. the bride and groom posed that day. Um, so we thought we would put our own spin on that. And that's kind of been what we're hoping to um, come back into the industry saying, we want to give you a spin on the way that your grandparents had their wedding photos done. Um, that's, and of course, be hybrid and have, you yeah, know, flash film. Well, that's, and, and that's a great way to be original which is what we're talking about right now, is do something different. Doing something different doesn't necessarily have to mean inventing something new. It can be right. going back to something old and putting your own unique modern spin on it, which is Definitely. what you're saying that you and Brianna are doing with the weddings that you're shooting. Yeah, and I would encourage you to don't, don't do what we just said, but think about, you know, the reason that that idea came up is because a conversation that we had evaluating what's going on around us and how, you know, getting to the heart of what we really wanted. So if you're trying to come up with something original and stand out, get to the heart of what you truly want to do. Try yeah. not to approach photography. It's hard to say this, but try not to approach it from a, you know, I've got to make money. I've got to stand out. All that pressure you're putting on yourself is kind of like treading water in my mind. You're yeah. just, you're, you're trying to keep up with all the things. If you listen to last week's episode, we talked about the, all the options with Instagram right now. So you're probably already overwhelmed with how to push your content, how to present yeah. it. And there's, there's already so much going on that thinking about original ideas and stuff, you're probably pretty bogged down by just trying sure. to stay relevant. So I think it's important to take a step back, either get into some quiet time or find someone you can talk to um, that'll bring up these things. It'll make you think different, you know, think outside yeah. of the box. And then yeah. um, I, I would also say uh, don't don't forget that everything is trendy. I mean, I don't know how to. So yeah. I guess what I'm saying is even if Brian and I went classic, and say more people started doing that. At some point, even that will be considered trendy because everyone's doing it. But it's kind of so, cool to look back on it and say, I was one of the first to do that. It definitely is. Yeah, yeah you, you definitely yeah. want to be a part of that. But yeah. everything comes back around. I it mean, does. We all, started, we all started listening to vinyls again about, you know, 10 sure. years ago. Sure. Um, when I was in Scotland a couple years ago, people were, um, I went into a cafe that had cassette tapes and cassette players everywhere. Oh, wow. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I'm ready for I mean, that. I'm ready for that to come back. Do you still have cassettes? Because then you. Really I be still sick. have. I still have a bunch of them somewhere. Um, mm. So I, I I don't know if they'd still work because <laughs> yeah, they've been in storage so for about uh, twenty or thirty years. But uh, I do still have quite a few of them. I'm going to add one more thing to the being original, and this might not sound like it makes sense at first, but I think another way to be original is to narrow down what kind of work you're going to do, uh, specialize in one thing. And I know that's tough for somebody who's just getting started in the business because you want to make some money. So you want to do family sessions and, uh, commercial photography and weddings and whatever you can do to make a few bucks in the beginning. But I feel like a way to set yourself apart as original is to specialize in one specific type of work, which 
is what we did with shore shooters because uh, I've said this before. When I started out, I was um, working with real estate companies to take pictures of houses for their real estate listings. I was taking pictures of vacation rentals and doing just all kinds of different stuff. And the business didn't really take off until mm -hmm. we said, we're going to specialize in family beach pictures at sunrise and sunset. And when we said, this is what we're going to do, and this is what this business is all about, that was when it really took off. Yeah, just to be clear, what Ron's not saying that you can't take on other projects. He's saying what you're putting out to the public, to your potential clients, says, oh, yeah. I chose this thing. This is what I'm good at. This is what I do. And chances are it will line you up for more success. Whether you take on other types of clients later in the future on your own time or whatever, that'll be up to you. The ball will be in yeah. your court. But if you can at least brand yourself in a way that says, I do this one or these one or two things really well, then you'll probably yeah. have more success. And Ron, after we take a break, I kind of wanted to spend the next uh, few minutes talking about whenever I brought this topic up to you in the first place about how to stand out, you had a really, really good idea. And I think um, we can maybe break that down when we come back from yeah. the break. The business brain kicked in. And so we'll talk <laughs> about that right after we take this quick break. Both Shore Shooters and Mountain Escape are expanding this year. We have high hopes for growing, and that means we need new photographers in many areas. We are definitely looking for photographers in Southern Florida, the Tampa area, the South Carolina coast, the North Carolina coast, and as always, if we didn't name your area, please feel free to apply. You can find the application at mightsoundwild.co. So whenever we were talking about this topic um, last week, one of the things that you suggested, you got excited about the topic because you had a really good suggestion. And I'm going to let you explain that, Ron. Yeah, you sent me a whole list of topics that you had come up with for uh, episodes of the podcast. And this one just really jumped out to me because I feel like the way that you're going to stand out from the crowd in photography is to really treat it like a business. And I know that sounds obvious. It sounds like a no-brainer, but it's a step that a lot of people miss when they're going into photography. And I understand some people, some people who are photographers, they have full-time jobs. They're just doing this uh, nights and weekends and in their spare time to make a little bit of extra money. But if you're serious about making it your full-time career and being a real photographer, you have to treat it like a business. And that's something that I think a lot of times, even the people who are trying to make it seriously in this business miss that because they just throw up an Instagram page and slap a bunch of pictures on there or do reels and stories and say, okay, I'm running a photography business, but yeah. there's a lot more to it than that. You, you're not, I, I don't think, I mean, I realize there's plenty of people out there who make a full-time living off of Instagram, but I don't think photography is one of those businesses where you can make a full-time living just off of just relying strictly on Instagram. You have to do a whole lot more than that. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, people are caught up in the look, not the look of being a photographer, but the idea of it. And, and that's why they do that. I think they're like, 
okay, look at me. I'm a photographer. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I made an Instagram page. I've um, worked with some of my friends. So, you know, I'm good at this even. That's yeah. the that's the thing is like a lot of times people are like good at it. They're like, oh, I know how to edit. I know. Oh, how to- there's oh, there's plenty of photographers out there. I see them all the time on Instagram. People who are great photographers, but they're never going to be able to make a living at photography because they're not doing anything else to get their name out there aside from Instagram. We spend so much time talking about the business side of photography on this podcast yeah. for that reason, you know, because we want you to be successful. We want to see people starting out as a business. Sure. Be prepared for success. Don't do it the back way, yeah. you know, the, the backwards way, which would be the way that yeah. we were just talking about, you know? So I would say get a website, which is another one of those things that seems really obvious, but there are a lot of photographers out there who don't have websites and make sure you get a good good website to where you can do some SEO search engine optimization Mm -hmm. uh, because believe it or not, people still Google and that's, that's where most of our business comes from. I mean, yeah, every year we get more and more business off of social media, but search engine optimization is still the number one lead source for our businesses. Another idea um, Brian and I were sharing too, as we were talking about how we wanted to be different, how we wanted to approach photography was how we want to serve our clients. Yeah. That'll give you a real good opportunity to um, think about your customer service. Like how, I mean, you can really stand out by just doing little extra things. I mean, you, the business side of it that you were talking about would be number one, responding in a timely manner. Like that's a, yeah. that's a number one thing that people do. Don't do. I mean, really. Yeah, you need to be prepared for success. We've done an episode on this before that uh, we've done several episodes where we've talked about don't do all of your client communication through social media. Uh, Have a scheduling system. Uh, You may only be working with one person a week right now. So, sure, if you're only working with one person a week you're probably not going to have any trouble keeping up with all of your client communications through social media or email or text or whatever, but be prepared for if it does take off and just be thinking, well, what if I all of a sudden had, what if I was all of a sudden booked every day? Would Mm -hmm. I be able to keep up with all of my client communication with this system that I'm using now? So go ahead and prepare ahead of time. Get yourself some kind of a scheduling system to keep you organized. Um, We've talked about proofing systems before. You need to Mm -hmm. go ahead and get one of those because honestly, if you're sending your clients their pictures through Dropbox, you kind of look unprofessional. So uh, move it on up and... Get something to get some kind of a proofing system to make yourself look more professional. And there are other benefits to that as well. We've talked about uh, allowing your clients to order prints using a system where they can order prints through the proofing system, which makes you a whole lot more money, which is going to put you a whole lot closer to being able to quit your day job and become a full time photographer. Yeah. And another thing that I'll say about when I said um, 
response time. I don't just mean in answering their questions initially or getting them scheduled. Cause I feel like a lot of people are gung ho to get people scheduled, right? Cause that's money. Yeah. They're excited, but everything after that, like prepping for the shoot communication, but then also at the end of it, the turnaround time. Yes. Like don't, you know, be just, yeah, make, be disciplined with yourself, yeah, make, you know? make rules, make rules for yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. that's been one of the big things that I think has been a huge contributor to the success of our businesses is because Mm -hmm. we have turnaround times. We don't just say when we work with a client, we don't just say, well, we'll get these pictures to you whenever we feel like it. Right. We say you're going to get your pictures in this many days Mm -hmm. and you have to set some hard rules and hold yourself to that. I see, I see photographers all the time that, We've joked about this before of photographers that will post an Instagram story saying, all of you who are waiting on your pictures, I promise I'll get them to you as soon as possible. Well, get off of Instagram and start editing the dang pictures. I have no idea how people survive with a long turnaround time like that. I would go bonkers because the longer I give myself, the longer I put it off. You know, I would rather just oh, get yeah. it done, you know. Oh, that's just that's just human nature. If you mm-hmm. say I'm going to have these pictures done in 2 weeks, you're going to wait until right before the 2 weeks is up to start yep. working on them. But if yeah. you tell Otherwise, yourself Otherwise, why wouldn't you just give it to them initially right, anyway? Right. If you do but if you tell early. yourself I'm going to have these pictures up in 2 business days, mm-hmm. well then you're going to make yourself get, get off your butt and get it done. But if you say 2 weeks, mm-hmm. you're going to wait until one week and six days to start working on them. Yeah. I keep learning this lesson over and over again. The longer yeah. I wait, the, yeah. the, but, but yeah, the, 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 the main thing is set some rules for yourself. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, I would say another thing is set business hours for yourself. Yeah. The, set yeah. so many hours of the day to say from this time to this time, I'm going to be working on my business. Because yeah. if you don't do that, then you're never going to make time for your business and therefore you're never going to get to the next level. Yeah. I mean, just I, I keep repeating what you said about the topic today. Like if you want to stand out, if you want to, if you're worried that you won't get booked in a, you know, industry where there are so many photographers, then run it like a business, treat it like a business. You've got to run it and- like a business. Yeah. And everything that that entails. And I think one of our future topics um, over the next couple of months, even on the list was to discuss what is your strategy for 2023. So I think it would, um, we might be able to go into detail a little bit more about how, what that looks like to run it like a business. Cause some people are like, okay, so what do we, (laughs) what does that mean? I pay my taxes. I, you know, I do, I have a permit. I have a. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't mention this earlier, but since you brought it up, I would say another thing to stand out as a business is, and I know this is a, we we're beating a dead horse here because we've talked about this a million times, but become a legal business because if you don't, and all of a sudden things do take off, you can find yourself in serious trouble down the road. Yeah. So yeah. And- become become a business. And it also yeah. helps you out personally because uh if you are a if you're a real business, it helps to keep your business expenses from your personal expenses. We talked about that just a few weeks ago. So 
it's makes things easier for you. Yeah, definitely. I know on our tax episode a couple weeks ago, I said, look, I hate all of this stuff. All of this stuff is scary. Yeah. You know, numbers, le- the le- legality of it. Just do it anyway. Yeah. Don't run from it. Just do it right. You'll feel so much better about it. You'll, you will. It'll empower you, you to feel like you're ready to do this. So yeah, hopefully we encourage you this week and gave you some ideas, yeah. you know. Yeah, hopefully it helps. And, uh, you know, we're we're always here to help. Um, we love to answer questions from people, so feel free to just send us a message if you have any questions about any of the things that we brought up today. Let's and talk also, about your still taking topics. If people are, I think there's a box on the might that might sound wild Instagram highlight somewhere. If you'll go look for okay. it, or if you just want to send a DM, we're still we we made a list of topics to get us through. But after three years, is it three years, Ron? Two three years now, we have uh, this covered is it. this is now our third year of doing the podcast. Uh, I don't think the first year was really a full year because I think we were a few months into the year when we started it, but. Uh, we technically started the podcast in 2021, so this is our third year of doing the podcast. It's it's pretty hard not to recycle um, some of the topics, but I feel like go you know as the years go by, we even learn more about them. So if you do see a topic come back around, chances are we're talking different. <laughs> you know, we're speaking differently about it. So and we're um, in a business that's always wanna- changing. Yeah, definitely. It's we could have talked about Instagram every year since well, we've sure. been doing this, and it would be yeah. different. So, or any a lot of things for that matter. But if you have ideas, and 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 you know, we started this podcast initially to talk about entrepreneurship in general, not just photography. Um, we are trying to lend the wisdom that Ron and I have combined from running a business that we feel is successful. So those topics are really where we try to stay, but occasionally we throw in some personal stuff or, you know, what's going on in the world, or, you know, we've even addressed mental health in the, in the past. So nothing's really out of bounds for us. If there's something that you want to talk about, we think that we have any advice to give. We would love to hear from you. So please make sure that you send us a DM. Don't be shy. We really want to talk to you about what you want to hear. So. Yeah. And before we wrap up, uh, real quick, remind us about your new uh, Lightroom presets, your new uh, little project that you're working on. Yeah. The last couple of weeks, I've shared that I decided to do a photo series based on popular books or books that I've been reading. And um, so far, I've, I've only done my little sample one and I have one booked on the schedule for next week, I think. But during that process of creating the little scenes and shooting differently, I found that I needed to edit completely differently. So, and I'm sure that each time I I address or each time I do one of these projects with a different book, there will probably be different presets that I have to create depending yeah. on the mood and all that. But for now, the first one that I did called Every Summer After, we named the preset after that as well. And it's available on the Might Sound Wild website. Um, I was trying to record actually today before we started um, some samples of how those pictures look before and after. And I'd love to give my settings as well, because I don't think these presets would work for any old occasion. Yeah. Um, sh- shooting at low F-stop and at sunset, like a lot of us do, 
this might not be the preset for you, but um, so I'll give some examples, but also it's a pack of about three for very different lighting settings that all kind of flow well together. So check them out on the might sound wild um, shop and, and snag them and see if they work for you. I want to definitely let me know if you do too, because I'd like to see how it turns out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love, love to see the, what you come up with using one of these presets. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, if you post it on Instagram, just tag Might Sound Wild, or you can uh, send it through the Might Sound Wild Instagram as a direct message. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast because uh, we release a new episode at about 8 o'clock Eastern Time every Wednesday morning. If you have subscribed to the podcast, you don't have to remember that because you're going to get a notification on your phone saying that a new episode is available so make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you're on apple you can leave us a rating and a comment uh, let us know what you think of the podcast we'll always love to hear your input on the podcast and uh, like i said new episode coming up next wednesday morning at approximately eight o'clock eastern time